Hello. 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 I'm gonna just put down Sorry, this volume. My hair uh, welcome broke. to Counterbatch. Hi, I'm Blessing, and hey, may heaven help me. Hi, my name is Omelade, and your girl is now a teeny weeny baldy queen. Oh, where so were cute. you going? I was going to say teeny weeny afro, but, but then, I, yeah, no, it's not even teeny weeny. <laughs> Basically, I'm part of the bold black and hey. bougie and baddie group now. Mm. Bold black and glistening. Yeah. Bold, bold, Just a blessing. Bold black and b- bougie. Yo, bold, bold black, black and, and bodacious. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Nisha. Mm-hmm. I'm finally back. Yes. Um, Who did I, you go to? <laughs> nine day shift at my work. <laughs> 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 Go to. I thought you meant like you're back from back of the day. You know I was what? Like, I'm not gonna lie. I almost wasn't gonna show up to Canterbury mm. today. I was gonna be like, I'm gonna run away for a holiday, mm. <laughs> and I would have been like, Sorry, Where would you guys. Go on holiday. I was looking at Bath and Bristol last night. Oh, okay. Oh, so, um, but I'm actually so happy to be here. I'm so happy to mm. be back in the studio. Mm. Like it's just nice to be at home. Yeah, I, I think I was saying that this morning as well. That like. It, it just feels really nice whenever we all meet up and just like record because mm-hmm. even though we've all like graduated it still feels so great just being able to like meet up and do this every like week like like once a month or even like once every two twice whenever every two we months. do yeah. it <laughs> whenever we basically do it it's just always so nice mm. and i was even thinking that today is about like if like let's say i didn't rerun and like i wasn't still here like would we still be able to do canterbame or mm. like yeah mm. but it's good it's cool you know, we're here, we're live, we're breathing. <laughs> is everything okay? Yes. This is yes. the part where I go, Allah, Akbar. Yeah, we're women of colour, we're oh. bougie. So, yeah. <laughs> B-A-M-E and bougie. B-A-M-E and bougie. <laughs> so this is Canterbame, not Canter B-A-M-E. Yeah. <laughs> like some of you like If to you see. were at the Kicker Woods, you'll know what that is a reference to. Really? Yeah. Is that what happened? Somebody called our show Canter B-A-M-E. Wow. Uh, this is a show we talk about our life experiences as BME students here in the quaint little town of Canterbury. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who still are unaware of what this acronym means, it stands for Black, Asian and Minority Ethnic. Ethnic. This is a platform for those who often feel that they're not represented mm-hmm. and those of you who also want to listen mm-hmm. and learn about these experiences. Mm. So if you'd like to follow the conversation today, please check out our Twitter. At Canterbury. Our Instagram at Canterbury, and feel free to comment or at us because, as we always say, shadiness is encouraged. encouraged. And a follow and is a follow. appreciated. Appreciate Appreciated. We love when you follow us and you interact with us. Not in real life, though, because yeah. man's got things to do. Yeah, we're shy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're very shy. Uh, we joke. We like yeah. meeting people. Yeah. <laughs> we should do a meet and greet, guys. For who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even being funny. Like I know people listen. I know people listen. Okay, if you're listening to this, yeah. add us and tell us if you. Do. In fact, we'll do an Instagram we'll poll. Do it. Yeah, we'll say, do an Instagram poll. Will you do? Will you come to our meet and greet? Yeah. And if we get mm-hmm. over come ten responses, if we get ten responses, over, we will do over ten responses. Okay, over we'll ten responses. To, we'll have a meet and greet. We will do a meet and but greet. But to be honest, okay. you can always go to Amalade's office to meet her. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> um, so today we're discussing. What are we discussing? We're discussing, we're discussing 
body positivity and why it's important and why it is vital yeah and why some people seem to have an issue with it yeah i feel like we always like no even i wouldn't want to say we always discuss body positivity but i think mm. we're all about self-love here at Canterbury. Oh, yes, yes. we're all about loving yourself we're all about being authentically yourself yes, yes, but yes, also yes. equally as well as much as we are all about self-love we're not also afraid to talk about moments where we don't you know, feel the greatest or moments where we don't feel the best, but it's not getting into that spiral and like letting it become a cycle, but getting out of it. And yeah, we're always here to like provide like a safe space. And I think today we're hoping to just like discuss like body positivity because it's not even a new thing, to be honest. It, like women have always spoken about like their bodies. Men have always spoken about like their bodies, like just individuals have always spoken about like their bodies, how they find themselves, their identity as well. But it's just only like, until recently or even over the past few years that people have started um i guess being more outspoken about just themselves and their identity so yeah um we are joined today in the studio by a very special sophie yes uh sophie was uh, is usually here she's our honorary canter babe mm-hmm. she's, she's a veteran now we have to give her a badge honestly we should oh we should have badges we should merch. actually have badges oh we should have badges <laughs> guys we should do merch we should do merch we've been talking we've been talking about doing merch since we basically started like doing t-shirts of like things that we say or like key things that we normally like put it on a t-shirt yeah, or put it on a t-shirt like that's our thing um, so if you guys actually want merch let us know as well we might have it our meet and greet so everyone gets a free canter I have faith I have faith that yeah. people will come to our meet and greet and mm-hmm. do merch with us mm-hmm. um, yes yeah, so, so what was I saying uh, so um, yeah Sophie as we always ask you and as our listeners probably know by now uh, you want to answer Nisha's favourite question where are you really from? I'm from Nigeria, Lagos, Ijebu, mm. Ode, mm-hmm. Ijebu, Ishiwa. Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm. I'm so done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, I just said that she's a babe. She is a baby, you know. Yeah, yeah. she's a baby girl. Yeah, I'm just yeah. you're actually looking. Girl. You're actually really looking scrumptious today. I was today, gonna Sophie. say, but oh, the people you. on here can't see, so we're gonna take pictures of Sophie. Yeah, we're gonna take pictures of Sophie in person. But she's the she's highlighters matching yeah. the eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. It's all very tangible. She's with wearing, the glossy lip. She's, the eyebrows mm-hmm. are. Can I finish sorry, my phrase? Sorry, sorry, eyebrows sorry. are on points. It's just okay. Now you can do. She's she's sporting a leopard print bodysuit with a. It's not a bodysuit. It's not a bodysuit. It's a crop top. Oh yeah, she's sporting a leopard print crop top with a uh, black denim trousers or jeans and she's also sported it with a, a nice black uh boots as they say and with a nice nice cardigan giving us that you know giving us that nice um it's the holiday it's kind of vibe and she's also sporting a nice highlighter Ooh. Yes, do it for them. Oh, okay. Yes. And what? <laughs> yes, and <Whoa>. what? <laughs> That's going to be us today. Dami has arrived. Dami has arrived. You're going to look this out. Um, so if you're listening, you might be able to hear Dami in the background. And because we weren't sure she's going to be able to come in today, we're happy to see her. Um, Dami, Dami, my friend, Dami, where's Nisha? Where is everybody? Oh, today's just very messy. It's a very messy day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
I'm giving you air hugs over here. I'm giving you air hugs, but sit down because we actually have to be out of the studio soon. So I'll come. But um, if whoever's crackling on the mic can put the food down, that'd be great. Thank you. Um, so Dami is here today. Dami, how are you doing? Um, I don't know. I mean, I had a bit of a panic attack at a station in public, so that was interesting. Oh, okay. But I'm here. Okay. I just I decided I couldn't stay at home. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, well, we're, we're glad, glad you're to here. See you. yeah. Yes. Okay. We're so happy to and see you. And today we're talking about body positivity. And <gasps> I the love this topic. Of that. <laughs> you see, when we actually initially uh, like proposed, it, I was like, oh, Dami would really love this topic. Yeah, so. And then when Nisha said Dami's coming, I was like, yes. It was meant to be. It was meant yeah. to be. Yeah. Lord, the Lord destined it. So yeah. today we're talking about body positivity and um, why it's great why it's good and apparently why some people have an issue with it mm. so we're gonna jump right in we've mm-hmm. introduced sophie and um mm-hmm. i think the first thing to go off is uh what is body positivity mm-hmm. so if anyone can give us like a clean definition okay. uh, i will just read i could try it. yeah go for it it's basically being comfortable in your skin no matter what it looks like even if it's not something that has a lot of representation in the media mm. it's about putting those bodies that are not seen all the time in the forefront so that you can feel more like more represented basically more like mm. you exist mm. if, oh, it's weird that you need to see someone like you to know that mm. you exist but mm-hmm. when you ha- see nothing like you you almost feel like like, like you're out of your body mm. and it doesn't make sense to look the way you look but everybody's body is beautiful yeah. and that's basically the basis mm. of that that's very true I think uh, that's probably one of the best definitions has anyone else got a definition? I mean I just looked up Wikipedia so, <laughs> read, it, um, read it should I read it? Mm-hmm. yeah go for it Okay, body positivity is a social movement rooted in the belief that all human beings should have a body, uh, a positive body image. Mm. In doing so, it challenges the way in which society presents and views the physical body. The movement advocates the acceptance of all bodies, no matter the form, size, or appearance. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, sorry, mm-hmm. jump, but do you think that limiting it to just a movement kind of makes it very short term? Because it, it should be, because it should be something that's just rooted in every single person, or should be rooted in every single person from like birth, and should be part of your life as opposed to, like, has to be a social movement. Well, it has to be that because of how society is. I think the importance of the movement aspect of it is the fact that it's seen as political to mm. love your body when it's mm-hmm. not the status quo. So, or not considered like what has been pushed as the norm for so long. So mm. I think that's probably why it's also called a movement. Mm. And I think it's a movement, it's not meant to be just like for a period of time. Mm. The purpose of the movement is to like establish it as something that just becomes the norm. So eventually it's not considered like a whole movement or political thing to love your body, mm. regardless yeah. of it not being a size on a zero or Mm. Yeah, yeah exactly like me too still around and that's been mm. kicking for years who's yeah. to say that this won't continue mm. I uh, hope it does and that's true to me I, mm. I guess I guess at times as well there might also not be names attributed to these things so yeah. like how I said in the beginning that there have, there have been women men individuals who have been talking about like their bodies or just their identity or their sexuality or their gender but it's only just recently that we've attached the word body positivity to it and mm. that's why it's it now has a name but Really and truly, the Me Too movement as well has been happening years. Like there have been women who've been coming out, speaking about the experiences, but it's never been a hashtag Me Too. It's just been oh, a woman has come out to ex- to express that you know she's been sexually assaulted. It's never been like a movement. So yeah. and then that's what I mean by like does movement kind of make it very um, short term to the point where like you feel like maybe in ten years time will people still be talking about body positivity? It might have a new name, but I think mm. the concept will probably live on. Mm. We've changed things in people's minds. We have more mm. representation. Mm. It's like you can see different bodies, different skin shapes, different skin shapes, sorry, skin, 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 skin colors, colors. <laughs> <laughs> different body shapes. So it's like 
now that you've seen this, we can't go back to the same, mm. you know, norm mm. or whatever the norm was. Mm. If that makes sense. But then, I mean, um, I was talking about this with Blessing and Omolade earlier that, you know, even though that we, the minority, are trying to create this positive, well, uh, body, <laughs> body positivity, you know, movement in quotation marks, there, you know, big social media platforms are still trying to erase that from happening. Mm. Yeah. So um, I was telling them about uh, one of our, one of the people that I follow on Instagram, Ashley Chubby Bunny. Mm. Yeah. Um, her post was removed yesterday and, it, you know, it didn't show any, it showed nudity, but not in a way where it was sexualized. You know, mm. she was covering her nipples. You can oh. see genitalia, nothing mm. like that. And, you know, Instagram said that it had been deleted because it had violated um, the guidelines. But it goes to show the idea of, you know, racism is still embedded within Instagram mm. and also fat phobia. Mm. Um, because you'll see skinnier women, you know, having their pictures, like, you know, nothing against them. Mm. Um, you know, having their pictures up, you know, it's considered art for mm -hmm. some but you know mm -hmm. if it's a fat woman mm -hmm. it's not mm -hmm. and you know this idea of body positivity you know you've mm -hmm. still got social media trying to channel what it is to be body positive and like the idea of like you know them still trying to create an absence of you know the minority women i think it's also the fact of like those women are like ashley chubby bunny or even other women who are um not the conventional skinny type is that because i think when you see like uh, so let's say someone okay let's say that you see someone's body who isn't like slim thick or who doesn't have like a thin waist or you're seeing like rolls or you're seeing like stretch marks mm -hmm. people attribute those things to not being beautiful mm -hmm. so yeah. it's like I think maybe that's why also Instagram might have even taken it down because those things are like seen as inappropriate or like why are you I don't know if I'm explaining it properly but like showing like you know your stretch marks and like yeah, yeah I get what you mean those things are not like appropriate or shouldn't yeah. be shown yeah. like online. the concept of nipples as yeah. well I think like it's all down to the algorithms as well within the app because yeah. it will just detect something and say oh i think this is this therefore yeah. i'm gonna just take it away basically mm. yeah. so that's something that they need to work on as well mm. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the um going back to algorithms what you're saying sophie it's been proven that like a i'm not sure if it's ai but like machines are like racist or have bias because mm. of mm. the people who create them mm. put that mm -hmm. bias in them so there's like i think there was a, a news report on how there was um a machine that was meant to spot people who were likely to be criminals mm. and it Ooh. often chose like people like black people oh please um no. so I'm, i can't remember if that was like when that w when that news story came out but there's been like proven facts and i think even like engineers have spoken up about the fact that like machines or robots or ai whichever one of these mm. they do have bias within them because of people who've created them so like within the algorithm choosing ashley's picture and probably removing it mm. or other like women of color or fat women on instagram and probably removing it it's something that has been a bias has been put in there and it's like you can't people are like oh it's like it's random you can't you can't account for that but it's actually like we we are humans and we are humans putting bias into the machines that we create exactly yeah. they don't do that by themselves mm -hmm. yeah i think um back in like 2016 i can't remember like if it was 2016 but um microsoft basically had a bot on their twitter account who would like put out generic tweets just to like interact with people and basically through in less than 24 hours this bot went from like i guess being kind and saying hi to people just like tweeting very normal things and less than 24 hours from engaging with people on twitter it became very racist and wow, no. <laughs> like, oh, wow. it just started 
like tweeting lots of really bad things basically mm. so yeah I, I don't know how it works in general kind of but robots. Yeah. it I obviously mean, learned from Twitter yeah, yeah. it took what was there and, and thought also, I need to replicate this like the wow. irony of you know Sophia is it Sophia the robot the AI Sophia, robot Sophia the robot yeah. yeah and you know how she's the like the wigless one yeah the wigless mm. one oh, you she know has how a wig now she <laughs> has <laughs> they got Sophia bundles thank god <laughs> but like you know how there's there's been things that she's been saying she's like you know oh one day I hope that we get as many rights you know I hope that we're seeing also as human beings one day and and like I remember there was this comment underneath it was like oh, yeah you this. know what give that to people of colour first and <laughs> then and then we'll move on to robots but what? I saw one say yeah. like hey get in line I like that get in line yeah oh god but we're, we're diverging from body positivity yeah right? um, <laughs> I think uh, one thing that would be like we touched a little bit on the idea of the body positivity movement and one mm. thing I've seen is criticism of the movement from people who you would expect to be within the movement okay. so um, ah. there have been a few people who've criticised the idea of body positivity with the fact that it's only meant to be body positive positivity for certain types of bodies okay. um, the idea that like oh you are, you're thick you're curvy but yeah. you're not you're not considered like fat or we're only champion girls with, you know they got big butts big thighs yeah. but they got small waist yeah. there's this idea of like even the idea of the movement has been tainted now because there's only a certain types of people who mm-hmm. the movement seems to be championing mm-hmm. so and I think Stephanie skinny shaming as well hmm? yeah. the idea of skinny shaming yeah. as well mm-hmm. and I think um, sorry to quickly hop back Stephanie um, Yeboah yeah. Um, yeah she was one person who's been very vocal I've seen on my timeline about yeah. how the movement she's not she doesn't I think consider herself fully part of the movement because of what it seems to be standing for mm. I mean I, I certainly agree with that I saw something on Twitter though about um, so it was like an ASOS model and like from the look of it you was, she's like plus size and like she was like just you know how like on Priscilla's thing there's like that video you can watch of like the model just walking around in the yeah. clothes mm-hmm. yeah and then someone quote tweeted that video of the model and like said oh is it like not to hate but why is it that all the plus size models that they normally have have like thin waist and like really mm. like curvy mm. bombs but it's not like you know someone who probably has like rolls or mm. you know has like a bigger belly than normal but every single time you see a plus size model it's always someone with like a much more thinner waist but they have much more curvaceous hips mm. i think it's, oh sorry mm. do you want to go first oh no i was just gonna say, i'll try like, and find the video it's, it's mm. interesting because they don't they don't hide it as well and i was on linkedin like the other day just like looking for jobs and stuff and um, Boohoo put up this job basically where they were looking for someone to help out in their, I guess, fashion department in terms of like styling. But this was specifically for their plus size department. Mm-hmm. And like they, to me, it was really strange, but they had like this specific requirement for um, whoever was applying to be a UK mm. six, size 16 mm. and to have very specific measurements. So they uh-huh. had the measurements there as well. For a stylist. Yeah, basically for a stylist. Why? So that they could try on clothes to see if it was an accurate fit. And like, if that's, it's not not what, that's not what styling That's not styling's... You know, I was very confused. Well, also, if, it's, yeah. if it's also for the plus size section, you know, you've got a range of different sizes as yeah. well. So why one specific size? And all of the models are usually a size 16 or 14 reaching to be a 16. So like, I just, I don't understand how it works out. I that doesn't make friends. sense to the people on the other end of like the size scale. Mm-hmm. They're invisible now. 
I don't get that. And that's why clothes will never fit properly because I don't feel like they use a range of different sizes exactly. when they're trying out the clothes and stuff. No, that's really true. There was a picture on Twitter, I think, about how ASOS had forgot to All edit the, it out. The mm, clips. The clips. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of how they put like they put the dress on the model and then they clip it at the back to like make sure it looks nice. And then mm-hmm. people were complaining about how you are selling us this fake idea of what the what this dress is going to look like on my body. And when I buy it, how can you expect for me to feel like, oh, to, how can you expect for me to be how, how can you expect for me not to feel confused when the model's looking one way and I'm looking another way mm-hmm. and apparently ASOS have been like banning accounts that return too many items so people are like of oh, course yeah. we're going to be returning items it doesn't fit I don't want it it's not fitting the way that it's looking and because you're selling us this idea of how it's supposedly looking I mean I get the fact some people were saying like oh they have sample sizes so they don't always have the model size but I think the most the thing is you're still like perpetuating this idea of how the thing is going to look on someone's body Mm. and also you can also hire different models of different sizes so one thing I've always one thing I just kind of popped in my mind is that why is it that whenever you click on those videos or whenever you click on those pictures um, of like let's say let's say say I want to order a a swimsuit and I want to order a swimsuit that is like a size 16 automatically a size 16 model should pop up rather than like someone who's a size 8 they have the resources they could really do that I'm sure they can do it or even let's say I want to order something that's like a size 20 a size 20 model should pop up rather mm, than yeah. someone who's a size that's not my size mm. and i don't know why companies don't do that because it would make so much sense they especially save money. it would really yeah. help the user mm. experience mm. Yeah, yeah it would really because i think one thing yesterday i was shopping with sophie and one thing I, that i was sort of realizing whenever i like i was shopping is that i was trying to visual how the clothes would look like on me and whenever i visualized it it just never really felt like I, I would look nice in it because the model already looked better in it. And I was like, it might look wider on me or it might mm. stretch out on me or it might not look as like slim fit as mm. like on her. Mm. And like maybe that's like that's my own problem to deal with rather than like... No, maybe, that's not your problem. Okay. They've made it very hard for you. Mm. I had like a funny shopping experience last year where I saw this really nice bodysuit on the plus size model and I was like, yes, like this is nice. You're, like ideally you're wearing this outside with a pair of jeans or something I was like yeah this is nice and stuff so I basically ordered it and then when I tried it on I forgot that I had rest I'm not gonna lie it didn't <laughs> occur to me <laughs> so then when I put it on I was like oh this is a bit much for the public eye so <laughs> I guess we're not wearing this outside and it's staying indoors mm. basically but oh, it's like God. it's little things like that it would be helpful if there was a range mm. of like different body types because yeah. not everyone has the same like body you know one thing I do want to praise the of you Sophie that you actually like helped me with was like wearing crop tops because, yeah, yeah, I will not lie to you. It just popped in my head as you were just like saying that story. Is that so? Like a few months ago, so if you like helped me to pick out an outfit, and it was like a crop top and a mini skirt, and Ooh. best believe to me, I always said I always used to think that like like mini skirts are never for me because I have like a bigger bum, and like in terms of crop tops, I just feel like yeah I really have a belly that I don't really want to show really and truly which is also my own thing to work on but like one thing I really appreciated is the fact that like she really helped me to feel confident in wearing it and like people have been saying to me oh Melody you look really lovely and like my partner also like said that oh you know this looks really amazing on you and he really loves it and everything and I really loved it as well and like it made me feel so (laughs) it made me feel so good and I do actually want to thank you because you are really inspirational um, yay Sophie you have your yeah, own so Instagram yeah, so like yeah, yeah. Mm. Sophie what's the your is it plus, plus versus fashion? fashion or something oh yeah I, yeah. Saw, I saw the page called plus versus fashion love it I wanted love to it. use it as like a platform to I guess inspire I guess plus size women in a way mm. and like just post outfits and stuff mm-hmm. yeah. I can. Mm. yeah 
I think you're doing very good work. You are, because definitely. I, definitely, especially also being with this group of friends, I feel like I've felt more comfortable in outfits mm. I wouldn't have felt comfortable in before. Mm. Like sometimes, like what Melody was saying, crop tops. I wouldn't have worn crop tops maybe like a year plus ago, but mm. just being with you guys, you've like encouraged me to find things and style things. Because usually I see you guys wearing it, I'm like, Okay, it's looking nice on Sophie. It's looking nice on mm. Faye. It's looking, <laughs> looking cute on Marvin. Why can't it look nice on me? <laughs> oh, I love that. Mm. So, yes, I also thank you guys for that, mm. you know. Hey, just, 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 just got to start crying again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I but it is. I wanted to make, but I forgot what it was. Okay. It <laughs> okay. I was really enjoying this cute moment. Yeah. No, but it, it is it is really true as well, to be honest. I mean, in terms of like the body positivity movement, it's also nice to also have a movement within your friendship groups as well because mm-hmm. it's it's very easy to um like love all the things that you've seen externally, but you also have to have that kind of movement within like within your circle as well so like it's nice to see like other models or other people on social media looking beautiful and embracing their body but you also need to have people close to you embracing their body and loving themselves yes 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 yes. it's important um one thing that i think we should also touch on is this idea of what the um quote-unquote perfect plus size person looks like oh god so we briefly were like talked about before about how whenever they have models it's not usually Mm. models who have roles or who are showing cellulite when they're plus size it's usually models who are looking a certain way so i think we should discuss this i like the idea of like pushing past that because Mm. whenever people are like yeah body positivity like again what the problem some people have with the movement is that what you're championing the women who fit this idea of like oh okay i'm big but like i'm curvy i've mm. got yeah. i got hips i got that like, whatever um but when it's women with bigger bellies or smaller mm-hmm. breasts or maybe who have more roles you're not always like championing them as much mm. yeah i would love to see some apple shaped bodies in the lingerie mm. that make me feel good that would make yeah. me feel so good as like, well to be seen. honest and it's like you know women that don't have the perfect breasts because mm. you know my breasts they, they're not they don't sit in the middle i got full sides like you know that's where, that's where they will come from do you yours fall to the side too mine fall to the side Me, it's just, just nothing in the middle like shoot mine are just hanging mine just be like <laughs> flat I think, I think one thing to also realise is that boobs are not always perky boobs okay? are made no one's they're not, made of yeah, fat yeah. nobody it's a sack of fat I, no, I've, no, I've, I'm probably sure I'm gonna say, I'm gonna exaggerate it, but I'm gonna say maybe 80% of women's boobs sag okay yeah. a, boobs are a, not perky is this a, your own statistic I'm agreeing with you I'm agreeing this is my own statistic but I I believe that a lot of women's boobs sag and if your boob doesn't sag it's probably going to sag one day okay oh yeah ah. boobs <laughs> sag okay it's, it's true, you know. It's true. Gravity, okay. gravity. No, no. That's one thing I've had to realize as well. Is that like because before I've always been coming. I want, I want my boobs to like look perky. So like when I wear dresses, it's like you know, like oh, yeah. upright and whatever. But really and truly, you boobs. Sag. Boobs. Sorry to no. talk about your boobs really? on the radio. Yeah, you do. Oh. <laughs> okay, I mean that's body positivity yeah. movement, isn't it? That's like, body yes. positivity exists, movement you know? as well. Empowering. And one thing I've even like. Hope my mom doesn't listen to this, but like one hey, thing auntie. I also like just have stopped kind of doing is just wearing bras yes. because of just like mm. how people like make bras into like a thing that like, you have to wear, and if you don't wear a bra, then it's like what are you doing? You're looking in this de- indecent. Yeah. What are those nipples? Yeah, men nipples. have nipples too, and we see yeah. them all the time. Oh the yeah, but the thing is though, men's I don't think men's bodies are as sexualized as women's bodies. Oh, of course like not. if you even look at like young boys. Like okay, let's say a young boy is naked and a young girl is naked. I'm pretty sure people would be like, "Oh, cover her up," you know, mm. you know, do, do this, do um, 
tell us to go wear clothes or something like that but young boys they're allowed to run around with shorts and you know half naked yeah young girls and young boys actually have the same body but whenever yeah. anyone sees a young girl running around they're like oh that's, a, that's an issue there mm. the, the, the child for one doesn't have breasts mm. what is your issue and first of all these are children running around playing in the water whatever what's the issue the person who tells them to cover yeah. up they've yeah. got the thing in their mind yeah it's just it's just way. really disgusting it's, I, I, I think one thing I just always hate is the over sexualization of young children mm. yeah. and like making them feel like their bodies are something that they should feel embarrassed about yeah. or to like you know shield away or to like feel just insecure about your body is your body enjoy being your body enjoy feeling free in your yes. body yes mm-hmm. um we're gonna take a little quick break and we'll be back in oh, about a minute no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh. after the break after okay the break. <laughs> okay hey, welcome back hi hello. hello um hi my name's blessing my name's omelade my name's Nisha. My name's Dami. <laughs> My name's Sophie. Why did it sound like you yelled, <laughs> Nisha? Who, me? Yeah. Because I was just like, it's just Dami. She showed up at the... We were confused about the order because it kind of went across the table. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, me and Dami uh, sat at the guest yeah. mic yeah. today. Mm. It's uncanny well, to be sat mm. here. Okay. Yeah. It is. It well, feels very weird. Okay, mm-hmm. I feel like this. you're reflecting back to your time on that side of the table. Oh, wow. <laughs> I am projecting it. <laughs> and you can feel the flashbacks coming okay. in right oh, now. Oh, it's okay. Oh, oh, honey. Honey. It's all right. My tears all right. already. St- um, okay, <laughs> welcome to Cats <laughs> of And uh, we're here talking about um, body positivity, and um, we're just having a general discussion. And I think we're just going to jump right into back into what we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, Dami, you said you had a point that you wanted to make. Yeah, I wanted to talk about body positivity in terms of like having to accept your body changing. Mm. Mm. So, for example, if something happens to you that means that you don't look how you looked before, like how do you? kind of get reacquainted sorry reacquainted with yourself mm-hmm. and like learn how to dress that body again learn how to kind of feel confident and just like you know get back to your normal in a way mm. just wanted to throw that question out to everyone yeah, yeah. does anyone want to pick that up cool it's a hard question sorry no it's a bit deep no, it's no, no. that's all we're here with like, it's, it's a hard question because um i'm trying to i'm trying to do that with myself right now because obviously when I was in Italy, I lost like 10, 15 kilos and then came back to Canterbury and, you know, that all came back. And realizing that, you know, my body doesn't, again, in quotation marks, doesn't look right in these kind of clothes and doesn't fit in that kind of shape. And it's just trying to remodel yourself into wanting to present yourself with your personality, but with the clothes that complement you and bring the best out of you. And it's like you like understanding that you're not gonna have to that it's not necessary for you to fit in with fast fashion Mm -hmm. like fast fashion is just something that you know will come and go maybe we might revisit in the next 15 years but it's just literally finding that niche of yours that you find you know that you fit with and makes you happy like the colors that bring the the feelings out of you like i realized because for work all i do is wear black and i've realized how much of an impact that has on my mood and you know once i start wearing color it's a different vibe and it's a different niche that comes out um but like you know once you've started like i don't know once your body's changed and it's like you realize that you like i i realize that i don't look at the mirror most of the time i don't look at myself because i'm like this isn't the body i recognize and then you get that kind of body dysmorphia yeah but it's just kind of like taking the time out and it's like taking the time to breathe with your body and like you know when I need to go back into doing yoga again, but like, you know, understanding and like the folds that you do and the movements and the stretches that you make. And as you look at your body, you're like, 
no, this is the body that I've been blessed with. This is a body that I can move around with. And I don't know. I don't know if that think, if, if that think, was okay. I think it's also accepting the fact that your body will always change, to be honest. You won't always mm. be the same size or the same height or even like the same... Um, like you won't always have the same mobility as well as you get older. So yeah. it's, it's also understanding and accepting that and... Yeah, I think I, I think it's just it's just understanding that to be honest, because I think a lot of people tend to um, like get very upset if when their weight changes or get very upset when they even they, if their weight decreases as well. And they're like, oh, this is bad or this is good, but it's just your body changes every single day. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's important mm. to remember is like our body is like a living thing. It's gonna have. It's bits where the parts of it get bigger, parts of it get smaller. Mm. And I think it's about kind of like deconstructing the ideas that we need to place value on whether our body and whether our body is better when it's bigger or better. I mean, better when it's smaller or worse when it's bigger, because there's like there's just been there's constantly talk about the historically we've been told that putting on weight is bad for some Mm. people losing weight is bad uh, I mean losing weight is good and the correlation on that the fact that you've gained weight a lot of times you're meant to feel you're made to feel like oh that's a bad thing Mm. and then when you lose weight you sometimes are praised like I know like from experience with seeing aunties at at church they'll be like ah you've lost weight ah I'm so ah you're doing so well and then I'm just standing there like I mean so was I not doing well before I have so Um, much to say on this actually no same and that's why I feel like it's really important to not. I think I've start I've started doing it. Or I, I whenever anyone is like, oh, I, whenever anyone is looking good, and maybe you can tell someone has lost weight. I don't make that the priority of mm-hmm. saying that you're looking mm-hmm. good. You're not looking good because you lost weight. You're mm-hmm. looking good, and because I want to appreciate are. the mm-hmm. fact that you're looking good yeah. because you can be looking good when you're a bigger size when you're a smaller size but I just want to give you that vibe that you are looking good because to me you are looking good Mm. and the focus shouldn't be on like your weight is the thing that has made you look better or less better because you're still a person and you're still Mm. a great person I think as well within like when people discuss body positivity they always bring in um, they always bring the topic of like health Mm. as well and like as you were saying that like someone looks better I think it's also like the fact of like oh, do you feel healthy are you, are you healthy or whatever rather than like saying oh you've lost so much weight it must be amazing or whatever but it's just like saying oh how are you feeling today are you feeling good mentally are you feeling good physically mm-hmm. you know where are you at like in terms of like your mental health or even just like your physical health as well because a lot of people will, I say oh women who um, are plus size or women who are not um, the curvaceous type are like are they healthy like this is probably not a healthy way I don't know how people end up becoming doctors and nurses mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so on the timeline and are like telling you like oh the weight that you're at is very unhealthy when they don't even know what kind of things you're doing when you're at home they don't know whether you're working out they don't even know that maybe the way that you look like is just how your body naturally looks like or you might have a condition or you might have a condition or you might have a condition that makes you look like that as well like people are so quick to just be doctors and nurses when you don't even have a degree so yeah I wanted to say something about um, in terms of like body dysmorphia because I feel like I'm kind of struggling with that right now because mm. my body has changed a lot in the last three years I think mm. I got to uni and I was tiny like mm. I was sick looking I think mm. 
And then I got to like a normal weight where I was most of my life. And then mm. I got very big. Mm. And then I just didn't recognize myself. So I looked in the mirror and I was like, this isn't me. Mm. And like Nisha said, I just avoided mirrors. I was like, right, well, I don't have to look at myself. Mm. And I didn't want people who knew me to see me either. Because mm. then I have to look at you looking at me. And mm. I have to register that something has changed. Mm. And so now that I've gone kind of backwards again, I'm thinking I have to get comfortable with the fact that it may happen again. Like mm. I might change. Mm. Like if I have a baby or something, mm. my body's going to completely change. Mm. Or if... For example, I lose lots more weight and then mm. I look even smaller. I have to get comfortable with the fact mm. that I'm me no matter what size mm. I am. But then, and kind of dealing with that mentally, kind of mm. following the journey of, okay, this is mm. you, this is still you, this mm. is still you. And you'll mm. always be you no matter what you look mm. like right now. Knowing mm. that there's an inner person inside. I've had to mm. rediscover body, body positivity. Because mm. at first I was looking at people who were bigger, who I, who I thought looked like me. And mm. they did probably at the mm. time. And I'm looking at them and I'm still like really proud of them and happy mm. for their journey. But I know I have to now find another tribe yeah. in a way yeah. to kind of find my own representation again. Yeah. But that's kind of confused me because I'm mm. like, I don't even know where to start. I've got to like rediscover everything, mm. which is really kind of uncomfortable in a way. Mm. But I've noticed that there's this thing about... Um, like you said about stretch marks and rolls mm. and so because my body looks completely different now mm. having been through such a change even if I do get smaller I might have some sagging skin I might mm. have marks on my body and I've mm. got to kind of learn to appreciate those in a way mm. as like kind of like battle scars from mm. the war that I've or been beauty, fighting or beauty marks that too mm. yeah <laughs> beauty marks I was going to say though that um, d- just to like like see where you're coming from is that like do you feel uncomfortable like as you are na- right now or is it more of you feel happy in, but it's just coming to terms with like in terms of clothing and all that kind of stuff I think it's strange because none of my clothes fit me so mm-hmm. I've had to throw a lot of things away mm. and then when I want to buy something I just get really uncomfortable in the changing mm. room because I mm-hmm. see my old self mm. the one that I was a year ago mm. even though the clothes fit I just don't my brain doesn't register mm. which is really annoying because I know that I've picked up a smaller size and mm. I put it on and it zipped. Mm. But in my head, there's something wrong with it somehow mm. because it's not how I imagined I would look like in it after mm. I'd lost weight. Mm. Like I had an idea of what I would look like post, mm. you know. Mm. And I've realized that it's not even about the weight loss, it's about how I feel internally mm. and how healthy I am. Mm. If I can like walk without getting tired like I mm. used to, that's a win. Mm. If I can kind of like eat healthier, that's a win. Mm. But it shouldn't be about the amount on the scale mm. and I had this weird battle with the scale where mm. I would be checking it every day mm. which makes no sense because it, it just doesn't doesn't mm. work like that mm. so I don't know that I'm comfortable but I'm mm. trying to be comfortable I think one aspect as well that I'm also very interested in in terms of like body positivity is how it's also very at times it can be very centered to women as well and I'm always mm. very interested to hear like male's perspectives because one thing I've also noticed on ASOS is that or maybe it's just also because I'm my partner is that I never knew that they had a plus size section for men really? like did they I do I yeah. never I didn't noticed. know that either I've never noticed that's that. so good I've never noticed that ever before like you're so used to seeing the six pack skinny you have men um plus though I've seen I that I didn't, I didn't know, tall or something right I didn't even know that they Things had that and then I also tall. followed this guy on um Twitter as well and he was talking about like how it's very rare for you to see men who are not the you know six pack six foot or mm. even just like the the ideal man or in quotation marks the ideal man and I think it's so positive to also see that as well as a female to see that not all men look like that because mm. I think it's very easy to also have that very skewed and very narrow minded view that if a guy doesn't look like that if a guy doesn't attribute to that then he's not a man or he's he needs to work he needs to go he needs to kind of go to the gym and be like that kind of man because that's what a man should look like yeah. yeah and I mean like nowadays you see a lot of problems with men and like anorexia and kind of like eating disorders mm. because what 
their expectations are from society where they have to be like you said with mm. the six pack and mm. everything else they are trying really hard to fit into this mm. despite their body you know rejecting mm. it and telling mm. them no and you see a lot of mental health issues arise from that mm. and with the idea of body positivity and what it is I mean, the highest suicide rate is amongst men yeah, yeah exactly. we need to look after them mm. black yeah. men as well mm. Mm. Sorry, guys. So, yeah. Sorry, Sophie. Um, did you want to say something? Because I realised that you've been kind of quiet ah. over there. <laughs> um, I was going to touch on, I guess, the comments from, like, relatives and stuff because mm. that's something I've dealt with my entire life, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, from a very young age, I don't know, let's say from when I was five and stuff, you know, uh, people would tell my parents, oh, your child is really big you know like you should stop feeding her whatever it is you're feeding her and stuff so it's like you're an animal child so yeah basically while growing up it's like there's there's always been comments from relatives or like my parents friends basically and like even two weeks ago my dad called me and he was like, oh, one of my friends said they saw you and said that you're getting bigger now. And I'm hmm. like, what am I going to do with that yeah. information? Like, Whose business what, is like, it? Honestly, like, what is that going to do with me? Like, I actually lashed out at my dad on the phone because at that point I'd had enough, basically. Mm. Because they don't understand that it has a detrimental effect on mm-hmm. your mental health. Mm. Like, while growing up, like, I've always been self-conscious about my appearance and also because I've always been bigger. So I've never at any point in my life been thinner than I guess what I am Mm -hmm. and like I've been the same size for maybe the past six or seven years of my life so like I haven't really put on or lost Mm -hmm. weight in that sense I've remained like in the same like size bracket or Mm -hmm. whatever but it's like it's mainly because like I've never really until recently had a healthy relationship Mm -hmm. with my body and like how I was treating myself and the way Mm. I looked like because I'd go through periods of not wanting to eat because like people were saying that I was too big Mm. and then through going through that like I end up binge eating Mm. and like it was just like a really unhealthy cycle that I'd been going through and it's only like obviously recently that I've been looking after myself and like listening to my body and giving it what it needs Mm. but honestly like these comments that you get from external people like they, they're just like really negative and unnecessary and like people need to change like i don't think they realize how much their words can affect people mm. i think one thing to also like like a side note to, to also say is that i'm sorry but parents need to start defending their children like That's how can true. how can your friend come up to you and say your child is getting fat or your child That's is your getting child fat. you That's created your, that That's your own child. <laughs> for one. That's your own child for one. And then what exactly did you do in that moment? The like, and then hot. why did, did you, you then decide? To, this is like that Kelechi story. Why did you then decide to now bring that story to me? Tell me about it. Did you do anything in that very in that very moment when that person said that thing? Thank you. Like instead of you to sit there and say, ah, yeah, you're you're probably correct. You know, yeah, yeah. Sophie is, you know, instead of you to be like, I'm sorry, excuse me, who told you to start looking at my exactly. child's weight? Who told you? Where are your kids? What are your children doing? <laughs> like, who, who made you start looking? Like, who told you to start looking? at my child like what what is Uh, your business looking at my uh child shouldn't you be focusing on your own life are you are you her scale yeah like why are you looking at my child and then why do you not think that you're you have the authority to come up to me and tell me Mm -hmm. about how my child is or what my child is doing like that is none of your business i don't like the 
con- the idea as well because like I mentioned before it would always be them congratulating you mm. when they noticed that you had lost weight oh my god and this I happened really to me so much recently don't mm. like that because it like especially when you're younger it places this idea of value so like when I was maybe around I don't know like 13 12 like mm. i got like i lost like quite a bit because my auntie for some reason was very hyper focused on the fact that one of her nieces or one of her nephews were bigger children so she wanted wow. us to be skinnier but you wow. know it's cool um mm. so yeah i lost quite a bit and then i'd always have aunties approaching me at church and me like ah oh, blessing you're doing so well are oh, you looking so nice and mm. i'd be like thank you auntie and then when I gain weight and I wasn't getting those responses it would be like oh so I'm not doing so well I'm not looking so Mm. nice anymore Mm. and it takes you having to look to learn yourself that you do do not let these people place value on your Mm. body your body is your body because if I had then run with the fact that I needed to be the certain weight to get this praise. Attributing praise to the fact mm. that a person has lost weight is not healthy. Do you know and I don't like the idea that you should be congratulating somebody on the fact that... I mean, if somebody has done something for their body to make themselves healthier and is living their best life, I mm. love that and I champion you. Mm. But I don't li- like the idea of being like, you will only praise this person because of something attributed mm. to their weight. Mm. You know what's actually funny is that people also attribute weight or even the way that you look like to your worth or yeah. even like yeah. how people want you so I want I think I've probably said this before in like a previous episode was like one time when I came back from uni to go to like my church one of the pastors like said to me like have you seen like she's getting like she said to my mom while I was also sitting there as well and she was like have you seen that like Omalade's getting bigger like how will she find a husband ha! and it's like and it's what? like people are attributing weight or like the way that you look like to how people will or to, to like the romantic relationships that you have or to the way that people will accept you and it's so it's so damaging to like it's also the same thing that Sophie said as well like it's so damaging as well because then you start looking at yourself and thinking will anyone actually love me if I look like this or if I if I present myself like this or even if you're even happy within your own weight and within your own body and then someone says that to you and it's like it's enough to make you question like is it, it, mm. maybe I actually have a problem then because also at times we always tend to like appreciate what external people are saying at times mm. and when someone outside is telling you that oh you know, if you're too big, then you won't find a spouse or you won't find a partner or people won't like you. Then you start to feel like, oh, actually, maybe I do need to change them. If someone externally is telling me that because I'm not probably not seeing that myself. This so. is the thing about external people. You have to be careful as to who you want to listen to. Mm. Mm. So the That's true as well. With your, like, with your friends, you know, mm. it's really important that you pay attention to what they say mm. because you know that they're out there. They're out there looking out for you mm. and they're out there, you know, wanting the best for yourself mm. yeah. and you know, they as I said in the last episode you know they're, they're always there to encourage your growth and wanting mm. you to be the best like version of you absolutely and you know you find that with outsiders they the only reason they like saying things like that is because they have nothing better to say and mm. it, it's what makes them feel better about mm. themselves and mm. their own losses ah. by <laughs> no, it's tr- it's true. It's true. Oftentimes, the person who's saying that has a problem within that yeah. they haven't addressed, and it's just kind of like, if I just make myself a cup, I feel like one of the most problematic statements that I've received from someone was like, I was at church once. No, it's always church. Why is it always church? Why is it always at church? Why is it always in front and worshiping God? There's a reason why I haven't been to church in over ten years. That's another story. It's always at church. But um, yeah, like we were at church, and then um. 
so one auntie was like oh you're losing weight or whatever and then she said oh but don't lose too much weight because you're gonna have loose skin i said oh, oh. stop it said, you can where, never win you know what you know what auntie draw me a guideline please where should i stay in between where do we stop you know what i don't know when auntie became a surgeon to be honest can i snowball onto that so i went to see my grandma this weekend right and she has not seen me since christmas so obviously i look different she's like you've lost so much weight wow you look amazing you need to continue but mm. don't get too small because then you will look unre- unrecognizable I was like oh well, I'm like this way because of my diet she's like you have to stop eating these things really you can't be plant based you're not getting enough protein blah 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 and I was like this is what I want to do for myself and I feel good about it mm. so while making my plate she was basically cussing me she's like well when you finally get to where you want then you have to keep eating meat again so you can have some meat on your bones if you get too small no one is going to like the way you look and if I come to your house are you going to feed me I was like what what how is this relevant to like my body? Mm. So because I don't eat meat means I'm not going to feed you meat. I know what you eat, so I will make accommodation for you. And the funny uh, thing is strange. as well that they'll coat these things in love and say that, oh, well, I'm saying this because I care about yeah. you. Yeah. You know, I care about you. That's why I'm saying don't this. Don't care thing. about this me. <laughs> I don't care about you. <laughs> I care about you, you know. I, I just want to see the best for you. Yeah. You know, I, you know you're doing well, but I want to see the best for you. I'm like, best is auntie, you. Are you really trying to see the best for me, or you're just trying to make me feel more worse you than know, I actually auntie, feel? Keep me in your prayers. That's the yeah. best you can do for Focus me. Focus on your heart. Thank you. Let's pray together. <laughs> I'm gonna digress a little bit because I mean it's still auntie related, mm. but we're going away from weight and more to skin color. Yeah. Go for it. So you know, my aunties when I'm out there in Bangladesh, they're like, oh, you're getting a bit dark, you know. Here's some fair and lovely, and you know. Light up your skin because no one wants a dark, no one wants a dark bride, and you're just kind of like, we need to have a discussion on bleaching yeah, and, yeah, and lighting yeah. Pink products too as well. Actually. Bleaching is a real thing, and you know, again with body with body positivity, the the movement of unfair and lovely, where mm. you know dark skinned women are just as beautiful as fair skinned women, mm. and you know you don't have to keep pitting us against each other. Like mm. we're just as beautiful as mm-hmm. each other, mm-hmm. and you know the idea of you know lightness means that. You're, like what is it on Instagram you'll see that you know they'll have things and be like oh yeah the light like you know where you've got the light skin mentality where you mm. think that you're better than someone else mm. and with all of this that's coming out and with all the aunties kind of like putting that back into you where you're like oh yeah your mom like my mom had milk and bananas every day during her pregnancy mm. with yeah, my I remember sister you saying that, yeah. Yeah. so that my sister turned out fair skinned mm. and when she had me she was like I don't I don't need to bother because my my daughter will probably turn out the same. Mm. And I came out this color, they were like, ah, oh, mm. okay, cool. Mm. And, you know, with this kind of body positivity, like, I always wondered what I'd look like white or what I'd look like fairer skinned. Mm. And I was like, would I be prettier? Would I be uglier? And I was kind of like, no, I think I look nice in this color. Like, mm. not, even, I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah. not even nice, you're beautiful. You're yeah. stunning. So, so like, I can't yeah. imagine us in any other way than what we are, we are and how we're supposed to be mm-hmm. like because like there's a reason why we look the way we look because this is who we are as people yeah you know i'm gonna we're gonna have to cut this <laughs> conversation here but um yes the part two is probably gonna happen very soon <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we hit some points yeah. especially um, what you said about colorism My yeah, God. We, yeah yes um so thank you for listening to Canterbame. um before we go i'm gonna say please go on instagram and follow you know some of my fave mm-hmm. um mm. like Lizzo. plus size models i got Ashley, Chubby Bunny, we've got Nerd About I Town, have, L. Yeah. Vernon 2000, anyone else got any con- oh, Lauren Nicole. I have a shout, Nicole. out. Have yeah, a shout out, Samra. Samra Chowdhury is making a film about real women. Mm. Mm. Um, and I was in it. 
Uh, it's me being interviewed in my underwear. So oh. if you're if you're down if you're down for watching me talking about my stretch marks and things that I'm very uncomfortable with normally sharing, she'll be probably bringing it out next month. I think I can't oh, wait. No. I can't wait. <laughs> Is this the that. thing that you showed us in the boomerang when you yeah. were like, oh, I've, I've released some naughty things oh. to you know a few select. A little bit of mm. a teaser. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Canterbury, and we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.